0: What's up? It's Friday. That means it's time for a new episode of the No Tracers podcast. Welcome to the show. If you've been wondering what goes on behind the closed doors of abandoned places, if you want to know the stories of the people who explore the rot and decay, well, this is the podcast you've been looking for. I'd like to welcome you to No Tracers. This is the No Tracers podcast, and I am your host, K. just the letter K. Thank you for tuning in this week for another episode of the podcast all about urban exploring. We are in January, and this whole month has actually been full of rooftoppers and crane climbers, and we are not stopping. We're going to keep January as rooftoping month, and I'm so excited about it because Urban exploring isn't just abandoned buildings, it's also crane climbing, rooftopping, train surfing, going underground, infiltration, there's so many things under the umbrella of urban exploration, and I'd like to discover them all on this podcast and share them with you. So, thank you for tuning in to the No Tracers podcast. If you're new here, hit the subscribe button. Episodes drop every single Friday, unless I'm on tour, because it's hard to record these while I'm on tour, but I tried to batch them and backlog them so that I have plenty to go when I'm gone. But yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. This week on the podcast, I am joined by an LA based rooftopper and climber named Off Grid. If you don't know this guy, he's absolutely insane. He's a madman and I had a great time chatting with him and I can't wait to share it with you guys. This episode is aptly named Cranes, Trains, and motherfucking base jumping because, uh, this guy's crew is absolutely wild and his stories are even wilder and I cannot wait to share them with you. He's got some secrets that I think will help you. Uh, well, they're not really secrets. They're just tips to help you guys out with, uh, your urbex adventures, especially if you're doing infiltration and rooftopping. So be sure to stick around all the way to the end to get the most out of this episode. And if you like it along the way, leave a rating and feedback on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can leave a rating and you can leave feedback so other people that are looking for shows to listen to find your feedback and they say, hey, fuck it. I'm going to give this show a shot and listen to it and fall in love with it and subscribe. Thank you, guys. All right. Without further ado, this is my episode with Off Grid. I have altered his voice because... Anonym- anonymity is important and I respect that. So he asked me to uh, alter his voice. So he's got, I gave him a Bowser esque voice. I hope you guys enjoy. This is No Tracers Off Grid. Please introduce yourself and how long you've been exploring to the No Tracers audience.
1: What's up, guys? My name is Offgrid. Grid. Um, I kind of go by OG. I go by Grid. Um, whatever you want to call me, honestly, it doesn't matter. Um, I've been exploring for maybe, I want to say, five years now going into going into five years uh coming into this coming, coming by this summer for sure uh yeah five years now no not too long but definitely a, a good amount of time to to have and and see uh, a lot and share many experiences with uh, a lot of cool people and meet different um heard back just from all over the world pretty much it's it's been a it's been it's been a really cool process to get to where i am right now and and yeah
0: well, hell yeah, man. So uh tell everyone where you're based out of because I mean the rooftoppers and climbers, you guys are kind of all over the place. So where are you based out of?
1: Hell yeah. So we're actually based out of downtown LA. Uh me, myself, uh downtown LA. Um my team's kind of spread out across LA County, but most of us are between, you know, without saying too much, between uh Malibu and, you know, San Fernando Valley. That's a pretty big, you know, <laughs> Uh, spectrum there but uh yeah to give to give you a good example we're all around la county we all kind of grew up around la county
0: very cool so i like to get to know people a little bit about like especially if you got if you have like a group that you kind of run with like how how'd you guys kind of meet like where where did this all start for you oh
1: sick yeah so um so for sure it's it, it started um i was i was looking at this uh cell tower Uh, But I was over here by my hometown for a while uh, up in the hills where everyone kind of goes to just like, you know, drive off off road and get drunk and shit at night. And instead, I'm not really a drinker myself. (laughs) So instead of going up there, uh, I would just take advantage and go fucking climb this tower and and enjoy the bonfire from the top. And um, I ended up meeting a a homie that actually went up there to go off roading. And he saw me doing what I was doing. And uh, I didn't have my camera yet at the time. And uh, I was just climbing for fun, and um, he asked me if he can come. I said, "Yeah, man." And you know, if you're you're up for it, obviously, I explained to him the basic risks, uh, you know, from other than what he might know already, and then uh, gave him the quick rundown, and that's it. We went up. Um, he dabbed me up. He was so stoked. It's like the first time he ever did something like that, and it was. I was still kind of you know really fresh. It was. It was really cool to share an experience like that. With uh someone that also I wasn't really too too close with, yeah. um. After that, it was really it was kind of a you know, because it's like we were both there for our own purpose. Him for the bonfire, and me to watch that shit from the top. It was cool, so it's like I get to enjoy a new perspective, and I get to uh, share that with someone else that really understands it, who actually who understands it now, you know. Um, so that was cool, and uh, ever since then, uh, that guy, his name is Fulsen. He is actually in uh he's he's taking a different career path right now. Um I 100% props to him. I wish him the best of luck. But um he wants to come back into uh climbing and exploring as soon as he can uh which which looks like it's going to be early summer. Um so that's that's pretty that sounds pretty promising. Uh there's a couple other guys that aren't uh doing it too too often, but it's you know I can't, I can't let him out of the of the list, you know? It's uh my my friend uh take it easy, you know, he's he's he's, he's always taking it easy. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a he's a pretty chill fun a pretty chill and funny guy he uh he's more into the uh the bicycle scene so i met him i met him doing uh riding bicycles right here through the city uh you know just kind of getting around town and and uh learning you know the the uh the ways of transportation through through the city and uh, you know getting on the bike and, and and sharing that experience with someone else that also understands uh what you do or wanting you know someone else that, that that wants to experience that it's it's a like i said it's pretty promising it's just it's so raw you know that's the best way to introduce another person into it i think um it's just you know overall connection to be where we're we're friends first and then they end up finding out what we do you know through through just kind of watching it. and they're like oh shit like let me try it's like fuck you know that's how i did it you know yeah so it's it's pretty raw it's cool it's genuine as fuck well.
0: that's sick man like i you know i've I used to live in LA and then moved to orange County oh, yeah. and now I'm out of Nashville, but you know, I, I hit oh, a couple sick. of roofs while I was out there. Um, in the early days when I went to like street photography meets and, you know, would link up with people oh, oh, and God, oh, yeah. yeah, like TFTI, all that stuff was like my yes. jam, you know, like every week yes. I was at a different photo meet, you know? And it's like, that's one thing I really oh, miss about living out there is like the community, like the photography community was so fucking cool. And like, yeah, just being able to have something to do that was not like, alcohol related or you know what i mean drug exactly. related that was just like exactly. fucking kicking it and like doing something we all have in common that we all love it, it was yes. so special and there's nothing like that out here in nashville and people are like well you should just start it and i'm like okay well mm. yeah but i travel so much for i'm a videographer by trade so i travel so okay. much that like i'm never here so it's hard to like consistently run something like like a meetup group you know what i mean so it's like
1: got you got you it's yep, just a little 100%. more
0: difficult out here but uh um, oh 100 yeah, yeah that... the,
1: the net, that's one thing i'm sorry to cut you off no, the, you're good. the one thing out here for sure is is that's it's it's uh you know i'm 100 thankful for is, is the uh the, the way of networking and the yeah. ease of networking yeah. out here it is so forgiving like like by far if you want something that you, and if you want to talk to someone about it there are people there that will talk to you about it and you, mm-hmm. it's not even that hard to find them it's Everyone there's is there for different reasons, but everyone there also kind of respects your way of life, yeah. And I really, really appreciate that. And it's, it's, I just haven't seen that anywhere else, and that's why my ass is still here climbing.
0: (laughs) So, I want to call this episode um, cranes, trains, and base jumping. (laughs) Hell yeah, hell yeah, that's
1: that's like that's like
0: your world, you know what I mean? And like, yeah, so of course, like one of the first posts i saw of yours was uh you filming your homie base jump off of a fucking building like what? yeah how how do you even like first of all come up with that idea secondly how do you (laughs) execute something like that and lastly like what the fuck
1: (laughs) yeah no (laughs) that's 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 like the best way to put it actually uh to start off um (laughs) yeah honestly the the planning came when when i met the my friend who you know no names of course but i met the homie that uh that does this and um he he just he, he kind of just started actually he's it's it was like his maybe sixth building i think i, I honestly i don't remember um don't quote me on this but he's he's uh he's a really good base jumper he you know he's actually really good at what he does yeah. the skyscraper scenes a little new to him and him meeting me at a at a dispensary in downtown uh Was like I said, it was another raw connection because it's it's we the big a big part of what we do and represent is uh you know the the weed culture here and and with and climbing and just living a a, a free kind of open lifestyle and meeting him through the dispensary was an amazing connection and little did I know he actually had his base jumping pack in his car and we started talking and I was like dude there's no fucking way I'm like yo are you down to hit something tonight he's like dude let's do it and we ended up uh I don't think we actually did that night we ended up linking like a week after. Uh-huh. And we met underneath like this fucking like bridge next to a bunch of homeless people. And we were like, we hit our uh, we both had motorcycles. We hit our right. motorcycles next to like the homeless tents and shit like that. And then we had our uh he had all his gear in his in the in the bike. Um he got the parachute with the uh you know, everything. And um so then his 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 plan was honestly just to follow me and my plan was just to have him trust me. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean yeah, so yeah. Other, than, other than that it was uh, it was just a green light like I, I, we were walking around downtown uh, we saw a couple buildings that were kind of forgiving and there was one that was just promising we're like all right let's hit it it was kind of getting a little late in the night uh, legs were a little finally tired a little, a little fatigue and we're like all right let's hit it let's let's just do it we get up to this uh this fence and uh, there's no security in sight only maybe one inside uh already asleep uh, on the I want to say on the first floor. And so we hop the fence. Um, immediately head to the stairwell, and we we. What I like to do usually is I wait a couple, uh, maybe a couple floors up. I wait maybe five minutes after getting into the stairwell, make sure no one's you know foot no just make sure there's no foot traffic, anyone else yeah. following us. Um, and then yeah, we keep going. We pushed up to the top. Um, I think it was maybe forty three floors. It's not that tall but it's, 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 you know, it's tall enough and it was, a it was a beautiful view with a 360 of downtown LA. Um, yeah, it was, it was really, it was really nice. Um, so to have that there was, was obviously really cool. Um, cause there's a lot of buildings that, that block the view of downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one was just, it was just perfect anyway. So we get to the top and, uh, it's kind of moist, uh, feet are a little slippery. Um, all he's worried about is the wind speed, yeah. uh, at as far as the wind speed as long as it's less than three miles per hour, we're good to go. Um uh, so we're kind of looking at where we're gonna where he wants to land where I also have a I had a ground I had a ground person, uh someone in the car and then another person uh uh with a camera on the like on the sidewalk. So we had a we had a pickup team with the car and then we had a person uh kind of like a civilian just pretending to to you know just be on be on watch on the street and they were also filming. So we had uh Myself filming uh, the base jumper with the camera on the, on the on the helmet, and then the other person on the bottom, and then the and then the car. So he already made his decision to land on top of a parking garage, which was maybe I don't know, maybe 300 feet below us. And there, the building wasn't that tall, so the the downtime for you know the for the for the time from where he jumps to to open the parachute was close to like less than two seconds. Yeah. So it's just like. You know, we're looking at this window of opportunity, and and it's like it's not even it's not a window of opportunity that we have to you know think about cops or anything like that. We're actually thinking about life or death. Yeah, it's like, yeah. all right, we're we're already here. It's like it's not, and it, it it's weird. So you get those feelings of like you're already there. It's like it's like oh fuck it, but then it's like yeah. no, it's not. <laughs> it's not fuck it anymore. You know, like we're yeah. yes, we're here, but we still need to have uh, we still need to you know think, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: and you know, he's he's smart. He knows what he's doing, one hundred percent. Without a doubt, and uh, I tell him, you know, you know, you bro, you know, whatever, whatever you feel, and then uh, finally, you know, decides, fuck it, we're gonna go, and then um, counts maybe to five, and he says, "All right, brother, love you, dog," and then he jumps off. Uh, I'm right there next to him, filming towards towards the towards towards that white building that that's in the background of him. I'll uh, I'll give you a little more backstory on that one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so he jumps off. The view's just beautiful. We get the shot. Uh, I tell the uh, I tell the guy in the radio that uh, that we that he landed on the top of the parking garage, he's about to pull into the front of the parking garage and get ready because uh, at that time he was kind of on the side of the street. Um. So then the base jumper lands, packs his stuff, gets into the parking garage, maybe less no less than or no more than maybe a minute. Um. And he packed yeah he packed his shields really quick. Um. It's it was it would happen so from the moment he jumped to the moment he landed and is gone about a minute and 45 seconds so it's like a four-hour mission for that
0: yeah <laughs>
1: for those three seconds of a jump yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Then re- but then in reality of like a two-minute mission you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. it, it was oh his. it's just it's It's all for a reason it's beautiful it's, it's no one else except you and everybody else listening you know is understands this it's fucking crazy it's there's not that many ways to to even comprehend what we do you know you yeah. just have to say just like you said what the fuck like it, it, it it's that it's just that <laughs>
0: yeah yeah exactly so yeah. a little bit of backstory on me i grew up overseas uh i studied film in dubai and my first oh, job wow. i was a, a videographer at the skydive drop zone in dubai so i got to like go skydive every day at sunset oh, with, the, wow. with the actual like pro jumpers i was always tandem i didn't have the funds yeah. to like get my license or anything but i got to like do that every day and it was amazing and like you know i i kept up with them over the years even after i left and a lot of them do base jump as well i i know a couple guys that uh jumped off burj khalifa uh for red bull and like so i mean it's crazy but like so when i watched that video and like the the fall time is so fast like you said but yeah what what surprised me was that he had his shoot packed because a lot of base jumpers from like such a low height they already have their out and they flip over it and they're already yes. like it's you know like floating down you know but like the fact that, that he like
1: short, dude yes.
0: that's cr- that was crazy i was like oh my god like it was so yeah. fast his fall time. oh that. yeah yes. oh for sure yes. for sure absolutely you know like people that's jump so off cool. of of bridges and shit base jumping but they like flip over their chute, and that's already open exactly. you know what i mean so very, very it was open. just like extra extra wild knowing that in the back of my mind watching that video is just so fascinating so let me ask you <laughs> this like where do you draw the line on risk? Like, is there like a line you won't cross? Is there anything that you're not willing to do? Or like, does anything kind of make your, uh, bomb sweat?
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, this is actually a really good question because this is one that myself kind of, uh, it's, it's, it, I like to call it like an artistic question. Cause I, I ask myself that quite frequently. And I, I, I think it's I mean quite obviously I've haven't, haven't been able to fully answer it. And to be honest, I think part of, part of what I've been trying to, put together is yes i have a limit but i've already passed my own limit you know what i mean and mm-hmm. and, and i was and i was okay and and it was weird because i i looked back and so I, we did a uh, we did pull-ups on the the very edge of the jib on the the tall screen in la <laughs> Jesus uh, for litco yeah it was for, yeah. for the for the dispensary uh-huh. uh, um and that was pretty yeah, that was I wasn't planning on doing that at all, and my limit was obviously at that time was was uh, was like my conscious limit was just climbing to the end of the gym and getting my shots, you know, and yeah. doing it free climbing, you know, no not tied off, and that's it. And then I I linked up with uh, you know OG Mustang Wanted in downtown LA. Mustang Wanted comes to uh comes to Hollywood, and I and uh he went to the dispensary where that were sponsored by Lico mm-hmm. and. Uh, so he we linked up there and i uh i wasn't like i wasn't supposed to meet him we i just saw him i'm like wait hold on must wanted dude like what the fuck <laughs> and then um the, the owner of uh Lico, he's like well you know him i'm like no like this is exciting like we do this shit together like he's just from he's the legend in in, in ukraine mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um i showed him his instagram the, the language barrier was very uh very very uh uh broken up so yeah uh mustang I mean, he spoke almost very very close to lit like nothing like almost he, picked, he could kind of uh only say okay a couple other words sure. it was kind of cool because by the time he left like maybe two months later he was already speaking sentences of, and, wow. and shit with me so it was cool it was really cool um so yeah so we meet at litco and we decide maybe a couple of couple weeks later that we're gonna end up climbing this crane together and uh we didn't really plan it. We just—I already I already climbed it, you know, many times. And so I showed him uh, the way up with me. We went up, climbed the crane. It was maybe nine in the morning, and uh, the Ritz Carlton uh, was having a party on the—I think on the pool, on the like the like the pool deck floor, yeah. so like 20, 25 floors up or something like that. Um, and. They were like uh, making a lot of noise. I think we 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 think there was no there was no one else that was uh, like outside that we think could have uh, seen us or make was giving us other attention other than those crowd of people. Um, and I'm only mentioning this because someone uh, called. They called 911, and that's exactly why the news chopper came out and the cops yeah. came out and everyone was there. So that that day was crazy, and, and they all they saw us doing the uh, the pull ups right there on the crane. So they they I, I guarantee you they thought you know we were going to jump off, of course. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, of course.
1: And um, yeah, I, I can only imagine what that's like to see that as a as a, as a you know normal person on the ground <laughs> and <laughs> right. um so yes yeah, so i would i would say that my limit was already passed and then now i, I keep thinking it's it, the reason why i say it's a good question because ever since then i haven't been able to answer what's my limit um other than you know obviously maybe doing something that's uncontrollable at that point and, and that being maybe something that i i've never done but but sure i can't control what would happen if i you you know what i mean like yeah 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 for example Mm -hmm. we're doing the pull-ups and in the pull-ups i know that my grip is everything
0: yeah but i
1: know that maybe in some cases it may may not be the best and in those cases i'm not going to risk it so you know what i mean so i I would say that in i kind of have a limit and i kind of don't i'm still trying to figure it out um right now i'm still kind of recovering from a a motorcycle accident actually so that happened in summer yeah, I was on Melrose in Hollywood. Uh, fucking hit, Melrose, hit on, God damn. Yeah, no, I was hit head on by a fucking Prius. Oh, uh, yeah, landed on landed uh on a light pole, snapped my arm in half. Oh, uh, or, or sorry, right next to a light pole, snapped my arm in half, and it was right. Uh, I don't know, maybe I was maybe about a foot away from hitting an apartment complex because I Holy. flew twenty feet pretty.
0: Holy shit!
1: <laughs> yeah, so I'm still oh. recovering from that. That that was uh for about uh, I want to say five months after we did the pull up the pull up a video on the crane. Uh, ever since then i haven't have done any crazy hangs other than like some ledge hangs yeah. um with like you know with with both hands of course so um but no i mean yeah right now my limit is still being very questioned
0: wow that's yeah. so so after you know all of this like all this all these stunts and like all of the all the craziness that you've gotten up to over the past couple of years has uh, anything ever made you want to like stop doing this, or like take a break, or anything like that? Like, was there ever like an instance where you're like, "Whoa, I gotta like chill for a sec"?
1: There was a so I had a I had an ex girlfriend at the time, mm-hmm. where maybe maybe about two years ago now. At that time, I was uh, very very uh, small still with the, with the Instagram, uh, maybe climbing for about almost three years already. Mm-hmm. but but still like I, I just started posting you know not many people knew me i didn't really know people to begin with it was it, i didn't i didn't even know it was a thing you know yeah um and then at that time i wanted to stop but i only wanted to stop because i would realize that it was a it was a or how do i say it? It, the, the the toxic relationship kind of led me to believe that i needed to stop you make oh, sense? gosh yeah, yeah
0: yeah
1: yeah yep i was so lost you know i was so lost mm-hmm. in, in, in that that i didn't I didn't see my artistic value, and wow. I didn't even know that I can be someone. I I was I was at that moment really lost, and and I had I had it was weird because I had found myself as an artist, and then I lost it because I yeah. I got into this, and then I got into it too fast, and you know it, the whole yep. the whole deal, and then it ended up being a, just a really uh, a toxic relationship, and and then the one thing. So so to answer your question, that was the one time that I felt that I had to stop. Now,
0: wow.
1: yeah, now to bring the positive side to that the second that we knew that we had to park ways. The one thing that this person told me was, I know that you're not ever going to be anything with off grid. No one even likes that shit. And then that was like the one thing that just set me off. I, I like, 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 in a positive way, you know. Like, yeah, I, you were like, I okay, fuck, fuck
0: you. i watch, like, this. watch
1: this. Shit, yeah, like, yeah, watch. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, fuck <laughs> like, yeah.
1: You know, no, no disrespect, but just like, watch, watch what I can do. and Yep. And it wasn't even to prove to her; it was just that was my awakening. Yeah. And I was so thankful for it. Like, I, I, I craved that moment to mm-hmm. like, like the memory. I crave the memory again. It. it it, like to just happen one more time and just you know what i mean yeah
0: it lit a fire fucking in you.
1: crazy yeah. exactly like yeah but no you know i'm past that it's it's i'm here now i'm, I'm making it and it, it doesn't even matter what happened back then it's just i'm just thankful to be here and and yeah. to be still to still have a clear mindset as to as, as to what i want and to what i what perspective i want to show to the world and eventually mm-hmm. you know to what 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 i would die with you know what what, I'm, what am i going to take with me you know what am i what am I going to leave this earth with? That's 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 my big. That's what I'm worried about. You know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So this this is kind of an interesting question, but I'm always yeah, curious yeah. about you know explorers. Whether you hit bandos or rooftops or cranes or Hell whatever, yeah. train surf, whatever it is you do. What does your family think of this?
1: <laughs> okay, so <laughs> in a way, I think my mom kind of pushed me like to move out because of it, but she does. She doesn't <laughs> want to admit it. <laughs> she was like your ass is too crazy get the fuck out of the house yeah no it is so funny because she supports me now more than i'm gone and it's like oh wow Uh, okay it's you know what i mean it's (laughs) it's funny but uh no yeah my so my father is isn't too much in my life but you know he's still around so he he's uh it's funny he i actually kind of just came out to him about what i what i do kind of for a living if you want to because uh uh, these, uh, you know, the photos and the prints are, they're, they're doing decently well. So I, I like to say, I'm, you know, I, I'm moving into doing it for a living, you know? So I just like yeah. to make that comfortable and say, I'm doing it for a living. So I told my dad that, uh, I was doing security for a little bit, like security, uh, uh, like just security guard and shit. Yeah. And I, so I told him, Hey dad, I'm not doing this no more. I kind of moved into shooting photography, you know, more seriously. And he's like, Oh, like, what are you shooting? And then, then I told him to that, that I was going to New York about maybe a month ago. He's like, "Oh, what are you going to New York for?" And there's like, maybe I I came that time maybe two months ago. So then the New New York trip comes, and I tell him what I'm going for, and then I end up showing him some photos when I come back. And it's funny, I didn't even answer his text until I came back. (laughs) So I (laughs) I come back and I send him some photos, and uh, he's like, "Let's meet for lunch." (laughs) (laughs) We meet, we meet for lunch. We have like some fucking bomb ass sushi. Let's
0: go.
1: And you know, he gets yeah, it's fucking fire, and he gives me you know the biggest pep talk ever you know it's uh, kind of like kind of like the sex talk but for yeah, like
0: for climbing
1: <laughs> but, yeah for climbing like look son like you know you can do crazy shit yeah. but like <laughs> there's a limit and yeah yeah you know and, the, and then he was uh yeah he was he definitely doesn't really support it <laughs> to answer that question yeah he definitely definitely doesn't support it but i feel like uh he's the type of person where if i bring the money to the table one day eventually like like a lot of money he'll who they are maybe you're getting somewhere and yep. only then will he kind of understand, you know. Yep. So it's like yep. yeah, he's that type of guy. But anyway, my mom, on this hand, she's uh way very, very, into it and, and you know, involved in my life, and it, I'm thankful for it. Mm-hmm. And you know, the way that she likes to portray her support towards towards what I do is just by uh, you know wishing wishing me you know the, the the best of luck obviously what she can as a mother, and just telling me that she knows that I'm gonna do what I have to do. She knows that you know, I have to represent myself as a person before I leave this earth. Mm. And that's, that to me is, I, I think the, the craziest thing that I, that I've ever been told because I, I, you know, coming from my mother, of course, I, I didn't know that I can, you know, I'm still understanding this, this way of finding connections with your parents. And, and, and then to hear my mom say that while I'm actually making it, I'm actually doing something with this shit. It's, it's, uh, it's very, uh, it's very opening to, to, You know, to like, there are people that fucking love you. There are people that support you no matter, no matter, no matter what it is. And, and I think that whether it's your mom or anyone else, I I think that your supporters are truly what will get you to the end because even if it's one person, that one person, what you do, it means so much to them. And, and it's, you know, it's not about them, but at the end of the day, there is someone else that sees you. And if, and if you don't see you, I think that, that someone else seeing you is a sign and i think that, that 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 that's that to me is a that's something else you know that's crazy that's a that's that bizarre shit you know and and then yeah. having my mom you know support me and, and having her not fully be there but just know what i'm doing and and, and have that you know have her on my, have her on my end when i need to mm-hmm. it's 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 a uh, you know i'm thankful
0: yeah, really it's, a, it's a powerful thing to have that support Very system. Powerful, yeah. in, in, like in, I'm, any- I'm
1: trying to collect the words. That's that's what it is. It's powerful.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, do you? So when you go up to these roofs, when you go on these cranes, bridges, train surfing, you know, whatever you're doing, do you have a good luck charm? Like, do you like wear something or bring something with you that like you feel like is kind of like your your good luck charm?
1: You know, I I used to, and then okay. I. <laughs> That backpack that I had, so I had a, I had a, uh, it was a ski mask actually. It was my very first ski mask. It was a, it was a brown one, uh, the OG black brown ski mask from all the all the first pictures posted on Off Grid. Mm-hmm. Uh, that brown ski mask has been with me for I want to say, dang. Uh I got it to for a photo shoot actually when I was like fifteen, sixteen, a while ago, you know, <laughs> and uh, I I didn't know that I was going to be using it for this shit, and then I. I had it with me on my first climb uh, in downtown LA, and then ever since then, uh, I think after my first climb, I switched over to. Uh, I got sponsored by Lico, mm-hmm. and I uh, after you know ever since then we've just been rocking Lico ski mask, Lico gear. Um, but for the first two years, I was having that uh, that ski mask with me in the backpack, just just to have it. You know, it was nice. it was that yeah, it was cool, and it, uh, it was it finally started to show its age once the the third little. Once it, it, the the third hole split open, you know, that little center oh, piece yeah, where, yes. your eye, where your eyes are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it finally, finally split open. And I was like, all right, yeah, we're going to put it away. And then uh, I ended up losing the backpack before I could put it away. So that, oh. that was my good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but thankfully, no camera, no camera gear was in it. It was just oh, a backpack. Yeah, I was using it for writing at the time.
0: Oh, yeah. I got you. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah. So part of this uh, podcast, I, I started having my previous guests ask the next guest a question. Uh, oh, it's just you know interesting because like I can't 100. think of every question under the sun. So, um, I had tacked on the podcast and yeah. tax question is what was your wildest security encounter?
1: Ooh, wildest security encounter. All right. So I think for sure my my wildest security encounter
0: was,
1: uh, yeah. So I'm oh, this is crazy. The story that I told you I was gonna get back to you about that white building. It's it's this oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> so ironically enough, so. I'm, uh I kind of already infiltrated the building. I'm inside of the, what's called the 777 tower in downtown LA. Uh, I believe the what fifth or sixth tallest. Uh, nothing too crazy, yeah, but it's up there. And um, so I'm in the 777. I did not know at the time that it was a, what they call a federally secure building. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So their security was really, really not really security you know they were like uh ex-cops uh navy like not even no i don't think navy seals uh you mm-hmm. know around Just around military the force, military yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. and um so i had to deal with one of them at the very top once i uh got through the roof door i was up there maybe for about 15 minutes on the helipad i got maybe 80 of my shots you know and then uh i hear the door that i had uh I had put a, uh, a little latch, like a little latch, what they call a latch, latch protector mm-hmm. to stop the door from uh, from closing. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that that let the security kind of just get up top and he ended up, you know, I, I have a video I could probably, probably get, most likely send it to you. I have video uh, taking on my camera that I just set up my tripod because I heard the door opening. I set up the tripod facing towards the helipad because I was on the edge of the building at the time. And I heard the security coming up with, with the keys. And I looked back and this guy already has his hand on his gun. I'm like, look, I'm like, I'm only a photographer. I'm like, this is like, like, like I was scared shitless. I've yeah. never had to deal with, you know, this guy has a gun. I'm like, all right, look, I'm like, I, I showed him my camera. I showed him that, uh, you know, I have, uh, like, I'm, you know, I'm not leaving nothing behind. I'm that's not my plan. Like, I'm here to go back home, you know? Yeah. And, um, so the, I asked the security, I'm like, Hey, how's, how's it going? He goes, no, not good. And then he, uh, he has his hand still on the gun. He starts approaching me very slowly. And, uh, you know, I have my ski mask on. I have the GoPro (laughs) on. He's probably like, dude, this guy's about to attack me. Like, and I'm like, this guy's about to shoot me. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You're both freaking out.
1: (laughs) It was like, it was a funny moment. I'm not gonna lie because it was, is the first time that I was actually intimidated by by okay. someone that never I never let intimidate me, you know? And yeah. it's like I knew he wasn't a police officer. And, I, and then I'm at that moment I realized where I was. He told me, He's like, Do you know where you are? Like, do you know what building this is? And I'm like, No, what is this? I'm like, I thought it was just offices. He's like, Yeah. He's like, Do you see all those other buildings? He's like, All the owners of those buildings have offices here. He's like, This is he's like, This is federally wow. secure. He's like, yeah. This is, <laughs> he's like, this is federally secure. He's like, you shouldn't be here right now. And I'm like, damn. And he walks me down. He walks me down the stairwell. Uh, I think we're on the 63rd floor. Is, is the rooftop or right before the rooftop? Then we get down to the 40th floor, uh, to, still to the stairwell. And there's uh, maybe two more security guards coming up the uh, or coming coming out of the uh, elevator. And one of the guy has a uh, uh, a pepper gun. And the other okay. guy had a uh, a backpack. Like I mean, these guys were like tactical security guards. Like I've never <laughs> seen anything like it. Like like it was like a like a team that was just ready for you know for shit to happen inside yeah. the building. Yeah, they all came, and it, it was obviously intimidating. And so right when I saw those second set of guys, I knew that you know shit was probably going to get worse. You know I'm going to be here for a while, so I take out the SD card very discreetly from the camera, um, and I put it in in my uh, in my sock. Perfect. While we're, th- while we're in the elevator. So, yeah, you know, i just go down, and pretend like I'm going to have a little leg scratch. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, pop the SD card away. So, you know, and I'm glad I did that. We get to the bottom. And as we're kind of coming out, the guy goes, uh, well, he's like, what photos did you get up there? And I'm like, whoa, I didn't really get any. He goes, well, let me see the camera. And then I open the camera. He sees that there's no SD card. He's like, come on. He's like, you went up there with no SD card? And I'm like, I got up there and I forgot it. <laughs> You know, just bullshitting, you know, just yeah.
0: bullshitting, complete,
1: complete bullshitting. Yeah. And um, they're like, all right, well, he's, he's like, all right, well, you'll have to deal with the, with the police. And then, uh, you know, I I, I, I knew I wasn't going to get out for a while. Oh. So, of course, LAPD takes about an hour to arrive. It's already two in the morning to get there at three. Oh. Yeah, they start talking to the people. Then they're like laughing, making jokes. Then then they finally come up to me. It's maybe 345 in the morning. Um, I still have a homie outside waiting for me, actually, in the car. And I, I can't really text them because they were, you know, watching me, making sure I wasn't, really, you know, obviously making communication with other people. Yeah. And so I couldn't really let them know anything other than just kind of like I was sending him a very, uh, very sl- discreet voice messages, like really quick ones, just so you can hear I was in a situation. Uh, so just so I know they have a way out, you know, in case I had yeah. to, in case I had to run out or something. I didn't yeah. know what was gonna happen, so I'm just, I just know that I'm always ready and I'm always ten, trying to be ten steps ahead. Mm. Um, ironically enough, I got caught, and but anyway, <laughs> um. Yeah, so this building was really, really cool. Uh, it was, I mean, it was, it was beautiful at the top, but yeah, so the security was, was, uh, they were, yeah, they were on the shit and, uh, it took about maybe another hour, It's probably about 4.45, they finally, uh, come back to me, the cops were like coming back and forth and they come back to me and finally, uh, uh, they like, they take me off the chair that they were sitting me down on, I wasn't in cuffs or anything. But then they're like, all right, we're like, uh we like to see the photos. And then I told him, like, oh, like I I told the security I forgot the card. And he's like, All right. He's like, Well, then today's your lucky day. And then they literally just walked me out the door.
0: Shut the fuck up.
1: I swear, they just walked <laughs> me out the door.
0: Bro, you, you know, are the luckiest for motherfucker. Oh
1: my god. It oh was my god. Absolutely insane. <laughs> I was, I was i was like no nah, like this is a mind game like they're, they're, they're playing with me
0: crazy bro holy <laughs> was, shit yeah and wow. i
1: get out i have a video on my phone i'll uh i could probably reference it later yeah and sure i have a video i get out and i take my shoe off and i'm like all right she went down but i still have the fucking photos and i pull my shoe off and my phone my <laughs> sd cards right there all sweaty and shit Oh man, dude! That's I was nuts. like, hell yeah! <laughs> I was like, let's that fucking go! Yeah. This is what this shit's about. This is literally what this shit's about.
0: Yeah, that's crazy, bro. Uh,
1: but, I mean, you know, I, I did the whole thing, you know, explaining to them what we do. Uh, good. but 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 you know, I didn't give them you know everything. It's, it's obviously just 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 enough for them to be satisfied. You know,
0: that's wild. That is and a then, wild
1: story. Because at the end of the day, they they have to you know they they're they're not going to let me go unless they get satisfied with something. You exactly. know, or else they're going to take me in. So I, yep. I already know how they work. So. Yep. it's it was very easily very easy to maneuver i just i just knew it was gonna take some time
0: damn well my last question for you before we wrap yeah. this up is what is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started all of this
1: Well, 100 percent the morals if you want to say the rules uh the demographics the if you want to say the shit that that people say doesn't matter that actually really matters mm. uh, um for example i i didn't know the whole uh you know i climbed a crane my first my first crane that i climbed i think i posted the photo i think you know a week later because i was so happy and i didn't know you know the whole uh reserving the photo until the site's done rule and and you know just just to keep the integrity there of the building and yeah. so that so that other people can hit it and that the, the whole line of respect started to get learned right after that and uh very humbly enough i was i was uh i was taught uh, I guess if you could say uh, early, you know, thankfully early enough, you know, not to the point where it got it got very bad. And uh, who was it? I, it was it was a very well known climber. I, I, I kind of forgot. Um, but yeah, it was uh, thankfully I was I, I really uh, you know I didn't take that message as a as a as a negative you know anything negative. I took it as a as a learning curve. Like okay, like you know I, I respect the fact that I'm actually getting a chance to. You know, still like you know, th- this this higher up wasn't shutting me out. You know, yeah, they're not yeah. being weird and saying like, "Oh, like oh, you're never gonna be nothing." It was more like they're kind of giving me the heads up because they understand that I'm kind of starting out, and uh, I think that's when I learned the respect because right there I I, I took it into consideration that, that this person could have, like I said, very quite easily try to in a way shut me out of the scene, and they didn't, and I like I you know that, that was that was really big to me. I, you know, I, I look at pe- people's and I look at people characters and. And the way they talk and the way they move and the way they, they try to perceive themselves the first times that, you know, approach people. And I, I saw that. So I saw that there was there was respect shown and and I was young. And then I, I knew that I had to show the respect back. And that's it.
0: Amazing, man. And if people want to keep following your journey, let them know where they can find your stuff. Instagram, YouTube, whatever you got. Let, let them know what it is.
1: Hell yeah. So uh, the Instagram is at o.f.f underscore grid. Uh, the YouTube is off grid, and the I has the uh, I t- I'm still trying to learn the, the name, the, the two little dots that go on top. Oh, of the yeah,
0: eye. yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know what it's called, but I know what you're yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about.
1: <laughs> I've, I've it's weird. A uh, little backstory on that I've, I've had, uh, so I guess another little added question that I kind of just added myself. Uh, off grid, the way off grid was uh, was born, the name, yeah. Um, I was uh, gaming uh, on the PS4 and I realized that I really like to like hide, you know, be like a sniper type shit, and and then I realized that I didn't really like I wasn't at the time I wasn't really a social person, and I, I put it together. I'm like I'm kind of living off the grid, and and in a way, people don't even really know where I like where my origin point is, and I'm still being able to post all these photos and like I like I posted photos and I didn't I think I just had a dot as my Instagram name for a while for like a wow. month or something. Yeah, it was funny, and I had maybe two posts and. And then I became off grid. I put a profile picture, and then, i you know, it was, that, it was that day. It was that, or sorry, that night where I was playing games to realize that I was, was off grid. <laughs> That's
0: sick, dude. Well, hey, yeah. thanks, thanks for coming on here and sharing your story with everybody. Uh, looking oh, forward yeah, to thanks. watching you continue your journey, and uh, maybe I'll get you back on here in like a year and we can catch up, see what you've been up to.
1: That sounds so sick. I'm really excited. I got some prints, uh, some some prints for sale right now. I actually just came out with a new book. Um, it's, it's called. Uh, it's called uh, Life Up Above. Or sorry, not Life up. It's called. It's called It's Different Up Above. That's what it's
0: called. Sick.
1: And, uh, so that's a little, little design that I'm going to be coming out with. But thank awesome. you so much for the opportunity. I can't wait to hear back from you later. And uh, let's fucking get it. Let's climb.
0: All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode with Off Grid. I thought it was fucking rad. I think he's got a great story, and I loved being able to share it with you guys. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with somebody, man. Share it with your homies. Share it with your crew that you explore with. If you guys are into this kind of thing, it makes for a good commute to a bando. It makes for a good commute if you're going to infiltrate a place. If you got your AirPods in while you explore, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to come on the No Tracers podcast, all you got to do is hit me up on Instagram, no.tracers shoot me a line and, uh, we'll, we'll get you on the schedule. Let's do it. Next week. I have another rooftopper coming on the show. Another, well, another climber. He's French. He's a Frenchman, And, uh, he goes by Nebulo. I hope you guys are stoked for that. We're keeping January as rooftopping and climbing a month. Hope you guys are into it. All right. Thanks for listening. My name's Kay. I'm known as no tracers. All my links are down in the description. If you guys want to pick up a photography book, those are also down in the description. Thanks for tuning in. I'll talk to you next Friday. Stay strong, keep enduring, go out, go explore something, and remember, leave no motherfucking trace. And maybe put your SD cards in your sock. Yeah, that, that, that'll help. Alright, see you guys.